You are listening to Move With Radiance with Stephanie Dankelson, a podcast all about redefining your relationship to exercise, food, and your body by learning how to first redefine the relationship with yourself. Are you ready to discover your inner truth, your inner radiance? Because we all deserve to feel at home in our bodies. This episode is brought to you by Worthy to Be Me, my signature one-on-one coaching program that will help you learn how to be unapologetically yourself without the constant fear of judgment so that you can feel more fulfilled, purposeful, and worthy in your life. Because if you find that you're ever comparing yourself to those that seem happier, more confident, and sure of themselves, or feel that no matter how perfect everything seems on paper, or no matter how many times you try what seems to be working for everyone else, you're left feeling like something is missing, or you don't know exactly what to say when someone asks you what makes you happy because you're still trying to figure out who you are and what you actually want for your life. And if there's that deep feeling in your gut that won't go away, that's constantly telling you you're meant for more, but you're just not sure of what that is yet, then Worthy To Be Me is for you. In our six months together, you'll dive deep into my four-step WTBM process that incorporates powerful emotional, behavioral, and mindset techniques and tools to help you uncover who you are, what's been holding you back from being yourself, and how to confidently go after what you want, knowing you are deserving of it all. If this sounds like something you are interested in, you can grab the link in the show notes, fill out an application, and I will be reaching out to schedule a call to make sure this is the absolute right fit for you. I can't wait to chat with you. And now back to this week's episode. Hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of Move With Radiance. I'm your host, Stephanie, and thank you as always for being here. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why I did that. I, I feel like it's been bananas in all of the right ways over here, just with coming off of last week's episode and all of these changes going on behind the scenes over here, it's been equally scary and extremely exciting. And I I feel more aligned than I ever have. Uh, And that just feels really good. You know, it's, it's, I keep coming back to this idea of life is just all about trying and shifting and trying and shifting. And I've been really learning that in order to figure out what makes me most fulfilled and really what's going to make anyone feel most fulfilled is this process of trying and shifting and trying and this pursuit of not giving up. And if there is this deep desire within you to feel happier and more fulfilled in your life, then I'm telling you, it's possible for you. It just takes this constant playing around and trying to figure out like what feels good. And that's just what it's been over here. (laughs) And I'm really, I'm really feeling good about everything. And I just, you know, I I forget who I was talking to. I was talking to someone and they're like, what, what makes you excited about life? Or like, what, 
makes you want to get out of bed every morning? And I was like, that's such a good question. And um, it really is this idea of create, like every single day we have an opportunity to connect with ourselves, connect with others and, and connect with life and really create this opportunity for ourselves to be happy. And it, and I always ask myself, like, what's the point of life? And I really, truly believe it is figuring out how to be the most fulfilled that we possibly can. Because with just a lot of the events going on in the world right now, it's just so clear that life can, life can end so unexpectedly and we're not invincible. And so if we are spending our time, our precious time doing things that don't make us happy or spending time dwelling on all of these lower feelings instead of trying to figure out how to be present and be just, I guess it's come back to more fulfilled, then what are we doing? Like really, honestly, what are we doing? Because life is just, there's so much more. And that's what I've been learning is like how, how many of us live inside this box that someone else designed for us. What would it feel like to create your own box? <laughs> To create the your own lines and rules and guide well, not even like rules, but guidelines for your life. We have the opportunity to do that. We have the privilege of being able to do that. And I I just that's the message I want to convey more than anything is that you can create what you want. It just takes figuring that out and pursuing it passionately. And today I really wanted to talk about what it really means to be self-expressed because I think we hear that a lot and I think, you know, there are a lot of messages out there about being authentic and I did do an episode a while ago on what it really truly means to be authentic, but I want to kind of touch on this again, especially when it comes to self-expression because I think, again, there's a lot of maybe confusion around what that means specifically when it comes to yourself. And so I wanted to clear that up today and just talk about what what being self-expressed and being fully yourself actually means um, and why it's so important. So when I think about self-expression and, and what it means to be fully yourself unapologetically, it's showing up as the raw, unedited version of you without all of these masks and thoughts and basically shifts of needing to be someone or the shoulds or like changing who you are for everyone else. And I know that that can feel a little scary, but let me tell you, when we can really learn how to do that, it's so, it frees up so much space. It takes off so much weight. And it really, really, really allows you to actually find and pursue the things that you want. 
which ultimately leaves, leads you to feeling more fulfilled on a day-to-day basis. And when I think about this raw, unedited version, there's so many things that goes into that. Right, Because when we look at what sort of stopped us from being that, and I feel like I also want to say this, if you hear that and you're like, I don't even know who the fuck that is, <laughs> like I've been so like disconnected from that raw unedited version of me, or I've been wearing so many masks for so long that I don't even know what that looks like for me, that is okay. I totally, completely get that. It took me, like, took me time to really figure out who that person is for me. Like, it it took some time to kind of remove the masks and really question and really connect and get to know myself before I could understand who that was. But it's like when we can get to that point of knowing who, and basically, it's like. Who would I be if I knew I couldn't be judged, if I knew I couldn't fail, if I knew there were no consequences, if nothing bad could ever happen, what would I show up as? Who would I show up as? That's kind of the version of ourselves that I'm talking about. It's not even a version of ourselves. It's like the truest, like it's who we are. (laughs) And once we figure out what that looks like for us, It's then all about uncovering what's been holding us back from pursuing that and from showing up as that every single day. And I also think about it as ending this constant battle within in these voices that are telling us that we should or shouldn't be where we're at in the moment. There's so much acceptance involved in being authentically you. And someone asked me, someone asked me a good, a really good question the other day from um, my Instagram. They were like, how, how are you so cheerful all of the time? And I want to say a couple of things about that. One, I'm not uh, like 100% 24-7 cheerful. <laughs> I'm not. I'm a human. There are times, you know, quite a few times, <laughs> sometimes all day, where I don't feel cheerful. But learning how to be authentically yourself and fully expressed, you don't fight that. There's no expectation for me to be cheerful all of the time because I know that that's unrealistic. I know that there's power in low moments in life, in sadness, in frustration, in anger, in pain, and all of that. I know how powerful and, and, and where all of my biggest lessons come from in life, it's those moments. And so being fully expressed also means accepting the times where we are feeling lower than normal, where there is hardship or that where there is difficult situations that present themselves in our lives. It's not about fighting those things. It's not about making ourselves wrong for being in that space. It's not about uh, pushing away all of the fears and the negative thoughts and the lower emotions. It's not about pushing those things away. It's about accepting that they're there. If we fight ourselves and we tell ourselves that we're wrong for experiencing our humanness, our emotionality, or just the things that are going on in our lives, we're denying a part of ourselves, which ultimately is is not full expression. 
It's about, for me, what I've really learned alongside of that is, one, when I do feel those things, I allow myself to experience it. I've learned so deeply how to process my emotionality and I know I know what to do when I feel different emotions come up. The way that I process anxiety is different from processing anger for me. And I have tools and processes for each one of those emotions that come up so that I can fully feel it, fully learn what I'm supposed to learn, allow my body to move through that, give that emotion the, the center say, stage. But I then instead of allowing it to fully consume me, instead of avoiding it so that it keeps popping up and popping up and popping up, I fully feel it and then I move forward and I know how to change my state so that I'm not constantly dwelling in those emotions. I know how to acknowledge and process and move through the fears that come up that tell me I can't do something, that tell me that you know the worst case scenario is gonna happen. I know how to not let those things take power over me, which then allows me to continue moving forward, which then allows me to feel more joy and fulfillment in my life. And that's taken some, some time and some work and really understanding. And I've, I've had a lot of mentorship and help and learning how to figure out what those processes are for me. But now I have this toolbox that I'm able to turn to and say, oh, okay, this is what I need for this. This is what I need for this. Or I need to tap into being a little bit more creative today. So here are the tools I'm going to pull out for that. Or I'm wanting to just reconnect to my body a little bit more. So here are the tools I pull out for that. Or, ooh, I'm feeling a little bit low right now and I do want to to really bring more joy or I want to really show up for my clients or um, I want to change my state. I know what to do in order to do that. It's not that I'm cheerful all of the time. I've just learned to accept and move through the times where I'm not and I'm able to shift my state to feel the things that I want to feel when I want to or when I'm done processing and fully feeling those lower emotions. It's not about avoiding or making myself wrong for it. Am I perfect all of the time? Hell no. Do I stay in states longer than I would like to? Yeah, I'm human. But at the end of the day, I've realized that's my line. So I apologize if I keep saying that over and over. I don't know what it is about that phrase that I keep pulling out, but here we go. (laughs) When, When everything is said and done, I... I know what to do and I'm aware of what I'm I'm aware of what I'm doing. It's not that I'm avoiding things or I'm not moving through things uh, like without knowing that I'm doing that. I'm fully aware. Oh, okay, <laughs> I'm avoiding feeling this. What's really going on here? That's what being fully expressed really means to me is it's not about being joyful all of the time. It's not about always being happy. It's not about um, even, or like, I even want to say this, right? I think sometimes when we think fully expressed, we think loud and bold and and saying the things we want to say all the time and being the center of attention. And, and, you know, I think sometimes I had that thought in my head of um, what being this like full of life person meant. And then what happens is when we have this idea of what we should be, 
or, you know, again, like this is what someone who's fully expressed and confident looks like, then we sort of try and change who we are to be like that. But it doesn't have to look like that. It's going to look different for everyone. That's the thing here is there is no, like, this is what a fully expressed person looks like. This is how they act. It's, there's not a one-size-fits-all when it comes to being self-expressed. You have to understand what feels good and genuine and, and, and powerful for you. You don't have to be loud to be self-expressed. You can, you can be quiet. If that's your nature, if you're just a quiet, more um, calm person, you don't have to be loud and the life of the party in order to be confident and fully expressed. That's not what that means. It's about really learning who you are without the shoulds, without that pressure, without the external telling you what you need to be. It's really asking myself, what feels good in this moment? And there's a big difference here between what actually feels good versus listening to fear. And so if you find that you're around people and you're like this gut feeling of, ooh, I want to say this, that comes up, but then you immediately shut yourself down because of fear of what other people are going to say, I don't want you to use this, well, I'm just shy and quiet as the excuse to hold you back because there's fear of rejection. Does that make sense? And really, there's there's no, if you're... <laughs> This takes a little bit of time and reflection to really figure it out. This is not an overnight process, but it's so possible to be able to really figure out who am I and how do I want to show up in my life? And it really, honestly, it it takes just curiosity in every single moment. And so you can really start doing this right now. As you go through your day-to-day and you're starting to interact with other people or you're presented with different things at work or you're um, having a conversation with your partner, whatever that is, really get curious either in the moment or after and ask, was that really what I wanted to say? If I could have said anything or if I could have expressed myself in any manner, what would that have looked like? Did I follow through on that? And if not, what would I have said instead if I could say whatever I needed to or if I wanted to express my opinion or if I wanted to uh, share how that person made me feel or if I did want to dance but I didn't because I was too afraid of what people were going to think of me. Those are, that's a great way to start just getting curious. And, and you can slowly start practicing it. So this is one of the, this is a really good example. And I think it's just really easy to like understand. So I'll share it. For me, uh, as you know, if you follow me on Instagram at all, I love dancing. <laughs> it's just a really expressive part of me. And it's so fun. And I love being silly. And I, I just love dancing. It really has connected me into my body. I love movement. I always feel there's, I will at some point in my life, I will take a contemporary dance class. <laughs> I really want to learn how to do that. Um, I felt like I was a dancer in my previous life. I always wanted to be an ice skater. Like there's just something so expressive 
about dance for me that both is so fun, but also just makes me feel really alive and really connected to myself. And there were years where one, I wouldn't really fully let loose (laughs) dance wise, um, unless I really, really, really felt comfortable with that other person. Um, even still, I felt like it wasn't fully like me or if I was drunk, that's when, that's when the dancing would come out. Um, I would do it if I was drunk, but if I was like sober at a party or, um, that was really when I first, I stopped drinking for a really long time. And when I would go out, um, as I was like kind of navigating all of this, my whole journey, it was really scary for me to like, it felt so awkward for me to dance in front of other people sober. It was just really strange. (laughs) Um, but The more that I got curious about it and the more that I asked myself, okay, if no one was here, if I wasn't judging myself, I'll get into that in a second. There's a whole other piece on ourselves judging ourselves, but how would I show up? What would I be doing here? It's like, I would be dancing. Or another example would be, uh, I guess it's still a dancing example, but being in a yoga class. Uh, I don't know if any of you have ever been to a yoga flow, like a vinyasa flow where it's very breath to movement. Oh, that feels so expressive to me. And there were a lot of years where I felt really embarrassed to move my body in any other way except for what was told or to even sway or move or be expressive with the music or um, even comparing myself to everybody else and thinking everyone's watching me, I better not mess up, or I shouldn't try that move because what if I fall, I'm going to look stupid. And I felt really held back, really reserved and really self-conscious in those classes. And the more and more and more I started doing this work and the more comfortable I got with myself, there was a point where I was going to a yoga studio I loved the instructor and I would just dance, like, like really get super exaggerated with my movements and I would flow and dance with it and sway and, and just, it felt like nobody else was in the room and I was just deeply connected with myself and I moved in the way that I wanted to. And that was self-expression. That's what I'm talking about is removing all of these layers of why and what's been holding you back from doing that asking myself, how is it that I actually want to be in this situation? And then slowly trying it. I didn't go to a a class and all of a sudden do all of like, just be fully expressed in that moment. It took me a couple classes and a couple times trying. And I always say, and I tell my clients this all the time, we work on evidence building, right? So it's like, we try it slowly we should, we see that it's okay. No one died. Everyone's all right. Like you're still alive. Okay, cool. I'm going to build that positive evidence bank of, look, I can do this. And the more and more and more you build that evidence bank, the more you're able to continue showing up in that way. And the less scarier it gets over time. I want to come back to this judgment piece because this is also a really big part of this process. So many people, and this was me for a very long time, and this still comes up. It like right, it's like it's not like you heal this part and it all of a sudden goes away. It like it'll it kind of shows up in different areas, but you just learn to work with it and you learn to not give it so much power. But there's this fear of judgment, what other people are gonna think of you. And 99, I I almost I almost dare to say hundred percent of the time, 
judgment and fear of judgment is coming from yourself. If you are judging yourself, if you are saying, oh, or, or, or if you were to see, it's, it's like if you, in your head it's not okay to, to be that way, then you are going to fear that other people are seeing you in the same light, that they're going to think it's not okay for you to be that way. Right. So for a long time, I had this judgment of I look stupid. If I dance, I'm going to look dumb or other like it's it's going to um, I'm just going to look silly. I'm going to look stupid, blah, blah, blah. So I was judging myself. And in turn, I thought other people were going to judge me in those same ways. So it's not about learning how to um, not make other people judge you. It's learning how to remove the judgment from within. Because if you are no longer judging yourself and you have decided it is perfectly okay to be this way, you're not going to fear other people's uh, opinions of you because you're no longer judging yourself. You've said, this is okay for me to be like this. This feels really good for me, so I'm going to do that. I I don't give two shits how I look dancing anymore. I don't care at all. I I love, like, it used to be really hard for me to record my, it used to be really hard for me to dance like that by myself. But the more and more I went, I practiced it and then I would record myself and then I would, it was scary for me to even watch it. It was the same thing with podcasting. I was like so afraid to listen to my own voice. I was so afraid to hear myself on other interviews and um, anytime I would edit an episode, I would be really afraid and I would judge myself. But then once I started becoming more and more comfortable and more and more accepting of my voice and this process and how I'm showing up and started, you know, changing my own internal dialogue, then now it's not scary anymore. Now it shows up, I show up, it's, dif- it's just different. I'm now no longer fearing constantly what other people are going to think because I'm more self-accepting. 90% of this process is within ourselves. It's changing the way that we see ourselves. It's changing the way that we think we should be. I think sometimes too, we, we have this thought in our head that, well, it's just how I have to be, or like, this is my only option, right? And like I've talked about before, once we remove, like we are the only ones putting these expectations on ourselves, We think that it's the outside world doing it, but really it's our choice to accept that that is going to be an expectation we hold over ourselves. We accept that that's something we should be doing. We decide to also hold that over ourselves. You can say, well, that's not how I want to be. That's not an expectation I want to adopt for myself. You have the power to decide that. I think sometimes we get stuck in thinking we don't have that decision power, but we do. You can decide that that's not something you want to hold over yourself, that you want to do something or do that differently. You have that choice. The most freeing, beautiful thing that we can do with our lives is learning how to be who we are and how to live that out every day. 
And I, again, like I think it gets so difficult to, or when, um, like I even talk about with my one-on-one program and what I love helping women figure out is like, well, who even are you in the first place? Because I think, and I did this for so long, I got really, really frustrated with this line of like, just be authentic, just be yourself. Because I was like, I don't even know who that is. Who am I? I don't know. These are the things I think I should be, but I don't really know who I am underneath all of that. So how do I be authentic if I don't know who I am? There is such a beautiful process to figure out first who you are, learning how to then um, shift the mindset blocks and the things that have been holding us back from being that person, and then building the confidence to express that person every single day. And when we are able to start doing that, and I think a lot of us for so long, because we were so disconnected with ourselves, we start doing things that we are, that don't actually fulfill us and don't actually make us happy because again, we're disconnected from who we are. When there's that disconnection, we don't know how to fill our lives with the things that make us happy because we don't know what those things are. And so once you learn how to be yourself, once you learn to remove these, um, these masks and these shoulds and these expectations and the mindset blocks, then you're able to really start connecting with your desires. You're able to not make yourself wrong for having those desires. And then you're able to um, really start incorporating the things that you know make you happy because you've done the, the work to figure out who you are in the first place. A lot of us go wrong, like I think so many of us, we deeply want to feel this fulfillment and this happiness. And instead of looking internally and instead of digging deeper within ourselves, we look outside of ourselves to see what everyone else is doing. And we're like, and I, I, when I say this, I've done this myself. I'm not exempt here. <laughs> this, these are, this is exactly why I've become, this is why I do the work that I do because I've done all of this myself. And so I want to save you this process. <laughs> Um, so I just want to say that here, but it's like, we, we look at what everyone else is doing and we say, okay, well, well, that person looks happy. Okay. Well, what are, what are they doing? Maybe I should try that. Or like, well, that person's acting like that. Should I start doing that? Or like, oh, well that person's, uh, you know, starting a business or they're, they're doing this fitness routine or they're, um, buying these kinds of things. I should do that too. And maybe then I'll feel the way that I want to feel. And what happens is we get so consumed with over-consuming and trying everyone else's processes that we, we don't, it doesn't make us feel the way that we want to feel ultimately because we're not asking ourselves what it is that we need. We're not creating our own processes. This was something that I did with like a morning routine for so long. There's all of these like pressures and expectations of what your morning routine should look like. And so then I would expect myself like, okay, so I need to get up at 5.30 and I need to meditate for an hour and I need to drink this crazy smoothie and then I need to do this and then this and, and then, you know, and, and I would pressure myself to do my routine like everyone else. And then I would get frustrated as to why it wasn't working or as to why it wasn't making me feel the way that I wanted it to feel or why I, I couldn't get up at 5.30. I was like, oh, I need to figure out my process. Which comes back to the toolbox that I've built and really, really, really deeply understanding, oh, I want to feel this way, so I'm going to do this thing. 
oh, I feel this way today. Okay, so I'm going to do this to um, either feel better or to fully feel it or whatever that is. I know so deeply what I need and I know how to pull out the right tools at the right time to allow me to feel the way that I want to feel that I don't need to constantly be copying or questioning what everyone else is doing and trying to apply all of that to my life. There's a big difference between learning and filtering and then saying, ooh, okay, that person's, that's interesting. Maybe I'll try that for myself. Okay, that doesn't really work for me, so I'm going to leave that behind versus that person's doing it. I have to be doing it. I need to implement that into my day. Okay, da-da-da-da. And trying to do it because they said that that works for them, so it should work for you. I'm not saying don't learn from other people, but at at the end of the day, (laughs) you need to apply what works for you. You need to be able to say yes, no. Self-expression is not about other people. It's not about doing what the most confident people are doing. It's about learning who you are and finding your own confidence to be that every single day. Stop looking outward for the answers because you have it. I promise you have the answers already. We need to just stop fighting ourselves. We need to stop making ourselves wrong for experiencing the things that we're experiencing, for having the feelings and thoughts and emotions that we're having. We need to stop fighting ourselves. Learn how to have deep acceptance and compassion for for us. And then learn to get curious. Learn to start building up that evidence bank of I can do this. Oh, I'm going to be okay if if I let loose and dance here. Or if I say my opinion. Or when someone asks me what I want for lunch, instead of just being like, oh yeah, whatever, to say, no, I want to go to this restaurant. That sounds really good to me. Or when your partner is like, hey, what's wrong? You're able to say, you know what? This is what's really going on. This is how I'm feeling right now. Instead of, I'm fine. It's, you create deeper connection when you're able to be vulnerable and, and not fight yourself and be who you are. You create connection with other people and you create connection within yourself. You create the confidence to be able to start going after the things that you want. You start getting clarity on the things that you want. You start understanding how to, to take action. It's a day-by-day, moment-by-moment thing. But that's how you get to be fully expressed, not by looking outward. That's really all I have to say about that. <laughs> um, I just really feel like it was, it's, it was really important for me to, to talk about what true self-expression was because, again, I think so many of us, we we. We don't realize we already have all of the answers. It's just a little choked there. (laughs) Excuse me. It's just about turning inward and getting curious and really taking the time to understand and know ourselves. And that's why I always say this whole self-care piece and carving out specific time for ourselves is really important. It's such an important part of this process. Please let me know if you have any questions on any of this. 
Um, and if, if this is something that you are really wanting to learn for yourself, this is what I do with my clients. And this is really like, we go super deep in all of this. It's extremely personalized in the worthy to be me program. And so if you are at all curious about what that looks like, and if that would be a good fit for you, you can just schedule um, or fill out the application and we'll schedule a call. And again, we'll, we'll chat through it and I'll answer any questions that you have. Otherwise, just keep getting curious. Keep getting to know yourself and have patience with the progress. Progress is not your business. There's no way to do this perfectly. There is no right or wrong way. It's only a day-by-day thing. There is no there. There is no I've arrived. I've not arrived. I'm not there. I'm constantly learning new things about myself. There is no there. So take that pressure off. That's one expectation you can quickly remove right now. There's no there, there's no arrived, there's no perfect way. That's not a linear journey. There's going to be ups and downs if we just learn to accept that that is the process and that every single day we're going to learn to learn more and more about ourselves. That's all you can do. And that's going to take so much pressure off of yourself. So if there's any expectation I want you to remove right now, it is that one. I promise that'll help relieve a lot of pressure for yourself. Make this your journey. I always say that. This is about you. This is not about applying and taking my toolbox and applying it to you. It's it's discovering what works for you. It's all about you. You, 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 you. <laughs> so just remember that. And again, please let me know what questions you have. Uh, and if you're interested, grab the application. I would be honored to work with you. I'd be honored. I just want to get to know you. I want to know your story and really if, if this would be a good relationship. So please reach out. And I love you. <laughs> I appreciate you so much. I hope you always know that. I have, again, some exciting stuff in the works. So stay tuned for, for that as stuff is starting to shift over here. And we will see you next week. <laughs> Bye for now. Ah, thank you so much for listening and for being here week after week. If you found this episode helpful and you want to share it with your friends and fam, just take a screenshot of you listening to this episode and make sure you tag me in your stories so that I can come over and say hello. Thanks again. I appreciate you so much. And until next time, stay radiant.